0: You are listening to AVFC Extra, a no-nonsense look at the club we all love. Brought to you by the Claret & Blue Podcast. hello and welcome to ABFC extra i'm james rushton and today i'm joined by a very special guest indeed it's uh, nilesh from villains together he recently appeared in a co-campaign with kick it out to um you know raise awareness of, of diversity in fan bases and uh help tackle racial discrimination in, in the beautiful game we had a very very good conversation about diversity in the aston villa fan base why it's so important why it's not just a buzzword why these things aren't just that are happening right now aren't just token gestures so i hope you'll listen to the whole thing and i hope afterwards you'll reach out to nilash and get involved with this together because from the state of our conversation i can tell it's a very important thing indeed so without any further ado we'll get on with the conversation nilash how are you getting on mate
1: i'm not too bad how are you james
0: Oh, good. Yeah, I've said, I've said to you before, I've got your uh, the hoodie you gave me, the Fans for Diversity one. Yeah. Um, a bit of a backstory on this. How did you get involved? So you're, you're the leader of Villains Together, if I'm correct, right? How did you, you start this
1: off? Basically, I've played football all my life. Um, and, you know, uh, I, I, I started playing football, then I stopped playing football and I went into coaching. <laughs> um but then i went to start going to games and stuff like that and um it's at games where I, I wanted to make a difference when people watching games and getting more people from more backgrounds to games so um i contacted the fans for diversity and said look i've got an idea i, I want to form a group um and they were 100% fully supportive of supporting of it and give me the advice that i needed to to create it um had a meeting with the with the club and they 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 loved it. They they were really supporting as well, and it went really well from there. And then we were trying to bounce off ideas of what we, to call the club, the uh, the group, sorry, I should say. Um, and we we settled with villains together, um, and that's how it just came about. It's just in we've just started there, and then we've got about five or six um, senior members who make the key decisions of what we want to do um, and what projects that we want to play, and. Um, That's how it's been going, really. That's how it really started. Um, And then now what we do is just keep going into the the community, talk about football and try and get people interested in football Is the first stage. Um, Then we talk about Aston Villa and why it's important to support your local club. Um, And we talk about a matchday experience at Aston Villa. And then we take a group down to the the game for the first time and give them the experience of a matchday experience.
0: So tell us about this matchday experience because I think everyone's match experience at Villa is going to be a lot different depending whether you're from a family who's been going down the Villa 40, 50 years to whether you know, you're know you you're an American coming across to experience the Premier League for the very first time, the, the club you followed overseas for the very first time. What is the experience you try and give um, these kind of new Aston Villa fans?
1: Well, basically, you know, when I've been to the Villa and, you know, when we go, it's, it's, there is a, we will always, I'll always say we have the best fans in the world because, I will say that because I support the club, but when you go there and when you're taking someone there for the first time or even a group it's it's very much like you know the whole setup of the day um has to be perfect as well uh when I mean perfect, I mean like as you walk into the ground, you know um people who are going in for the first time, they don't know what to expect, so as you go in and you know you're greeted by the stewards. Um, and you're welcomed by the stewards. That's the first stage. And then the second stage is, you know, they go and see the pitch. And as they see the pitch, it's obviously an amazing time for people to see uh, the Villa Park for the first time because it it is a a really spectacular stadium. Um, and then, then when, when we, when we're seated, um, and then I, I explained to the group or whoever I brought them down that this is what's happening now. You know we've got the warm ups coming up now. Um, you've got the mascot there, and then we'll, we'll try and get a picture with the mascot. Um, and then after that, the game starts, and I, I, I explain where the way fans are sitting and uh, and where the whole end is and and and, and everything there. Um, and then the game starts and obviously we've got the atmosphere, everybody's singing and then it, it, it's, it's mad because I'll, I'll, I'll be having a conversation, oh, this is the song about John McGinn. He's playing right there. Um, and they'll be like, oh, wow, okay. So they sing and they don't know. Uh, it's, it's amazing. Then they start enjoying the game. it's obviously when we start scoring and the celebrations and stuff, it's a match. it's a great atmosphere. But then when it comes to half-time is when it's a little bit more different because in like, okay case, half time now, you know, it's time to eat, it's time to get a drink if you want, you know, and the toilets are there and, and, and we tell them where everything is um, and they have a drink. And then you know, obviously there's, there's the time games that they're all intrigued about. Yeah. Um, and then hopefully we finish off with a Villa win and, it, and they then get a different perception about a match and about going to a football club. Um, and that's what we try and do is change the perception um, because everybody's got a different perception about the game as well. So that's what we try and do. And it's been, it's been going really well. Obviously in this pandemic, it's been a bit yeah. difficult, but it's been going really well.
0: So you mentioned some of these perceptions that the, these new fans may have about, about the Villa, about Villa Park, maybe about the fans inside Villa Park. What are some examples of the, these perceptions and how did I, how did I change? What What is the perception before compared to the, the reaction after the, you know, the experience you've given them so kindly?
1: Yeah. So uh, it, Basically, it's a lot of what people watch on TV as well. um mm-hmm. When you've got like the older generation in communities, um especially the older generation Asian communities as well, um yeah. they watch football on, on, on a screen at home, you know. And they're, yeah. they're like, "Wow, it's a lot of people there." One of the common questions is, "Do you get seats?" And we're like, "Yeah, you get seats. Of course, you know you're going to." But when you're watching it, um, from somebody who's not even a fan, or some, and they're watching it on TV, and they see all these play, people stand, and it looks like they are standing in a way. But you know, yeah. um, but when they go and they're reassured by the stewards, welcome them in, welcome them in, and everything else after the game, the smile. And what happens is, if they become fans, um, they start following the Villa, uh, and th- that's the amazing part after it. Um, and then they'll be like, oh. Yeah, that's- we want to go again. Um, can, we, can we can we arrange this again? And, and it becomes really good. Uh, their their kids then become um, uh, part of it, and then they pass it on. They start watching match of the day. Uh, they start following the, the fixtures, and, it, and it, the, the whole thing kind of like changes the perception completely from when it first started. And obviously, there's there's obviously been some some people in the community have been a bit wary because of the kind of racial side of things as well. That has been shown on tv um, uh, and they think well do they want to go to a game where they're going to get racially abused they don't really want to get they don't really want to do that um, mm-hmm. but we have to try and change that a little bit and say look it's not going to happen it may not it, it, it may happen but we can deal with it as well um, and that's what we try we try and sort out in in, in in the way we try and do things
0: so this um you mentioned you know the the, fe- the genuine fear being racially abused at like a football stadium so this this is something they bring up beforehand as as a genuine a genuine feeling. Yeah,
1: yeah it is it is it is something they do bring up because um obviously you have seen the Raheem Sterling thing um, that yeah. was a big one because um that was very well documented and it it was it was there for everybody to see. You could see the racial abuse towards him at the time. Um and people were like, Wow, wow, we don't want to go to games because of that. You know, um they don't want to spend 30 40 pound on a ticket um to be abused and i can't completely understand that as well there's a side to football that they need to see there's a there's a side to football that is a beautiful game and that is what my ambition is really and that's why i created villains together was to to show people this side of football which is the beautiful game and how it can bring people together
0: so the the people you're bringing together the areas you operate i assume it's you know aston and perry bar is it yeah. any further outside of that or is it just kind of localized maybe even great bar
1: <laughs> it's mad because yeah we, we do we do uh, concentrate on aston as, a, as, yeah. as because it's the local area and everything else but we've had we've had people um contact us from overseas so um the one we had was we had five um swede uh switzerland lads they came from Switzerland. Um, they contacted me and said, "Oh, we want to come to uh, an Aston Villa game. Can we sit with you guys? We've seen you on your website. We've seen you on Twitter. Uh, can we sit?" And I'm like, "Yeah, of course. You can sit with us." They already bought. the sat with us, and they were here a few days before. So um, this is where it's when they're, they're actually Man United fans, by the way. Um, and this was when they they came to Old Trafford. They Mourinho was part of the uh, the manager Man United. They watched a the game there, and I think it was a boring game. Apparently, from what they said to me, they came to Villa, um, and it was the game they came was uh, was it Nottingham Forest? Is that when we drawed five five? Yeah, yeah. They came and watched that game, so they came to watch in Man United, who just about won one nil or something. They came to our game, which was five um, five. Uh, they loved it. There was a great atmosphere, and th- th- it was great. But um, yeah, so it, people overbrook. Overseas, do do contact us and say, oh, you know, can we sit with you guys and, uh, it, you know, and enjoy the game? And we're like, of course, you know, but they would, they would have already arranged their tickets and, and whatever, but they just want a, a bit of company with us.
0: guess it's uh, Dean Smith's champagne football winning over fans from all, all
1: corners uh, then, yeah, Nilesh? Yeah, well, it was mad because that Man United, when they, they were disappointed because they'd come all this way to watch Man United and they found it boring. But when they came to the Villa, they they just couldn't believe the goals that were going in. It was just it was just crazy. But five five was an unbelievable time. What
0: would be the work that you you, you know the, the villains together do outside of going to matches? Because I, I guess there's only so many matches you can take people. And you know during the times now, fans aren't attending games at Villa Park. So what can villains together do or does outside of taking you know new fans down to matches at Villa Park?
1: Um, so what we do is we will go into a local community um, and we will, we will speak about, we'll put a, a coaching session on, really, um, uh, and we put a fun coaching session on. The reason why we do that is just to get them interested in football, um, get them happy, get them enjoying the game first as well. Um, then we talk about football just as general why people support the, the game, why people go down um, and support local teams and stuff. Um, and when we speak to younger generation, we, we, we talk to them about why it's important to support your local club and how it can affect you as you grow up, even when you have a career. So the one example we kind of use with younger people is we would say, um, you know, supporting your local club is like when you grow up and you, you're, say, for example, a team leader, you um, for your team, you have to support that person or whoever you're, you're managing. If he's having a downtime or if he's mm. having a good time. Um, and it's the same when you support your local club, if they're having a bad patch, you still have to support them because the support is really important. So we, we try and compare it, uh, compare it in that way. Um, so yeah, going into local communities is, is how we do it. And then from there, we, we will take them to a game and, and, and try and, um, show them their experience again. Um, and and that's how we do. We will go to different different communities and 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 work that way. I mean the last time we did a really, really good one was I don't know if you've you've seen them, the, the Saki vill- villains. Have you, have you heard yeah. Of them? Yeah, so, so the the Saki House is literally opposite um Villa Park. It's a community centre. Um and it's run by ladies oh. every day. They've never been to a game before. We went down, approached them and said, Look, Let's make you into a fans, fans group, call you Saki Villains and take you to a game. We took them to the West Ham game. They made claret hijabs and it was the first time they came down to a game. We took 17 ladies um, and before the game. So we were there at the, the community and we, we spoke to them and what 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 they would expect at this game um, and what would they um, most looking forward to at the game and, and stuff like that um, mm. and it was really really good, um, really good we had Anwar from Fans for Diversity there and uh, we had Sam from Villa and Proud there as well and Lucy uh, from, from Aston Villa as well um, yeah. it was it was really 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 good um, and I ain't going to lie you know when I did take them ladies down there was a part of me as well at the time was, I was thinking I'm a bit scared here you know I don't yeah. know how this is gonna go down, because they were picked the we took him pitch side as well, yeah, they met Dean Smith and he was really great with them um but it went really well um the villa fans afterwards were commenting and, and, and saying you, it was really good to see that that happened um really good that they wore clarity hijabs and you know it was really and it was really positive i didn't have one negative comment about it, not one which was so good,
0: oh yeah, I found that myself in that. You know, your experience at the stadium and on, you know, away coaches, even if they're not the, you know, the Villa official ones, if we're going from Streetly or, you know, through Warsaw to the, these Villa games, is that the, the experience is overwhelmingly positive. Whereas, you know, on Twitter and social media, we, it's unfiltered and we see so much and people don't really hide necessarily, not necessarily who they are, but they're not. Ready to hide their views or you know reach out to other people in the way that we are in, in real life. So I wanted to get onto a topic that that seems very close to you know the heart of Villains Together, and that seems to be like, genuine diversity. We see when Villa have the you know these community initiatives, or they say you know you know they say even Barrack or. They have they, they celebrate Hanukkah they they do all these things on social media. It does attract sometimes negative comments, and when we see the rainbow flag, it can be seen as a you know almost tokenism, like a, gest- a token gesture. But from where you're coming, these experiences, this diversity is in- incredibly valuable. So, what does diversity mean to that that mission statement at the heart of Villains Together"?
1: It's it, it means a lot to us. You know, diversity is one of our key aims um, to get right in a way at the club, um, and, and it, it's. It's it's key for us as well um, to always target people from all backgrounds, yep. um, not just um, one one area or not just one area or not just we we have to we have to be able to target people more backgrounds. This is why it's called Villains Together um, because it targets everybody. It's it's, it's the way we want to be, um, and it's it's really important for us that we we keep to that that structure all the time um and we and we plan our way through that um so yeah for us diversity is is key and, and it has to be um we, we we mix with other fan groups as well like villa and proud and we work with them and and you know we'll have general conversations with them to say okay look what should we do next yeah. or we're doing a project will you jump onto this project with us as well um sam's very good from villa and proud and he, he, he he's really supportive for what we do and we support support them as well so you know the diverse the diversity is so so important to to us and how we are as a fans group
0: i think there might be a few people watching this that that hear di- the word diversity and they they instantly turn off due to i don't not not necessarily negative experiences about the word but perhaps their own views or you know or something else but from what we're yeah. seeing here this what genuine diversity it's not, it's not like a, a like a negative thing, is it? You're pushing it out there to, to attract different types of Aston Villa fans to, to Villa Park when they might be put off that experience. So what would you say to kind of those fans who might, not necessarily negative, but might be a bit put off by the word
1: diversity? Do you know what I would really say? I'd love them to come and speak to us. I'd love them to come and speak to us and um, let, let us show you the Villa Villa experience. That's, that's all we want to do. You know, come and speak to us and, um, just tell us your concerns, why they're concerned. Um, you know, we want to know, and we want to. We want people to to express themselves about it and and, and talk to us, um, and then we we can then uh, come up with a plan as to how we can kind of not convince, but just to show people that it's not always like that.
0: Yeah, well, I think you know, for me, I, I got a free hoodie out of this. So I, I'm happy, happy <laughs> I, enough, I, as happy as I. But you know, in, in all seriousness genuinely hearing kind of the stories that you've come up and uh, you know the stuff on your podcast as well and the the, the things you have featured on social media genuinely brilliant stories i mean the saki villains story alone you know is oscar worthy it's it's a genuinely brilliant story and you know this is through your work it's not it hasn't just this thing that's organically happened i think people have the idea that you will achieve a diverse villa experience or a natural villa experience just by letting it be, but that's that's not how it is, is it? You, we have no. to reach out. That's why it's yeah, such an
1: effort. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the thing, and we have we have to we have to reach out. It's if we don't reach out, people will just do their normal routine thing that they, they do every day on a Saturday. Um, but if we reach out and say, "Look, what are you doing on Saturday? Let's take you to the villa." I mean. It, it has to. It has to be that way. We we had a, a father and son situation at one point where um, the the son had suffered um, with epilepsy, severe epilepsy, yeah. Um, yeah. and uh, he was worried about taking taking his son to Villa, and he's, he's never taken his son to Villa before. Um, so you know, we made arrangements to take him to Villa. Him um, apologies for the Alexa, <laughs> um, but. Um, yeah, so we made arrangements and we made sure that you know there are medics at Villa Park if anything was to happen, um, and reassured him that it'd be fine. And you know, before before the game started, we showed him where the toilets were and the bathrooms are, and, um, and and how how easy it is to get outside the ground as well, um, and he can speak to if he doesn't see me or if I've gone somewhere to get something uh, from the shop or I mean from the from the food stalls or whatever but um so you know he they both came down and it was it was great because nothing actually happened but um they enjoyed the game they really enjoyed the game and now his son is playing football for a local team um and he's playing doing really really well and obviously he still has his uh, medical condition that he has to deal with but it hasn't stopped him from loving the game,
0: and that's all again through uh, the villains together, and their are they're the community, so it's it's all yeah. around
1: positive. So but the, no, the she- thing is, the thing is, is that, and like going back to your question, sorry, it's just yeah. that you know we had to reach out to him and say, look, it's okay, you can come to Villa Park, you'll be fine, honestly, um, uh, uh, and to hit to the father, and you know, and then he was like, okay, we'll we'll come with you, um, and it completely changed. So it, it's about like you said, reaching out to him and say it's fine. Come on.
0: On a serious note, I want to bring up um, a quote-unquote token gesture that's been put out there, which is, you know, it was the the kneeling situation, which Les Ferdinand defined as uh, QPR, um, Director of Football, I believe, defined as a token situation. And, you know, we saw a situation happen in the very recent history of um, fans reacting negative to that gesture, whether it was a a symbol of tokenism, uh, you know, or genuine solidarity. Um, We have now seen that gesture and move from something that was defined by one club as a token gesture now becomes something that, that's very real so what has your reaction been to you know the, the, the kneeling situation and you know how that has come because Villa were the first club to, to do it I believe in the Premier League
1: Villa were the first club to do it and we retweeted it and we got a lot of abuse from it because we retweeted it um but you know, the need, the, the, the taking the knee, it, 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 I think it's how people want to see that. And the way we as business together see, it's about equal rights. It's about people getting um, the equal opportunity at, at something. And it's not about, you know, at the moment there's a lot of tick boxes. Yes, we, you know, there's a, there's, a, there's a role going here. Uh, and we're going to interview this person, this person, this person, this person, and you're just ticking them off. Um and the 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 taking the knee is like, well we don't they don't we don't want just tick boxes. We want mm. to be in the role because we're good enough for the role. Um and the, the knee is about having that equal rights, having the equal opportunity to do that, um and, and that everybody else has. And that's what I think it is. But I think what needs to happen now is as the next stage to that now. Um yeah. and if, if the knee does stop, then it stops. But we then have to look at okay, what's next? What what has to happen next? And that's the key. Um, you know, if clubs do stop stopping it, which is which is okay, it's fine. But it's it's about what's going to happen next, and uh, what are we going to do now? Are we you know? It's it's got to be it's got to be something that's going to be powerful and make a difference again. And the knee has. Um, been a very powerful thing.
0: Yeah, it goes. So it, it does kind of take it away from that criticism then. Um, people saying out there like it's just, you know, it's a flat gesture. And I guess it, it can become like almost corporatizing. and it can just be this brand that just constantly happens and nothing gets achieved. But as we've seen, things kind of are starting to get achieved. But maybe, as you said, now now it's the time for the next step. So I guess it is up to, you know, not. it's up to football clubs as well, but it's also up to, you to continue the work that you're doing because it is very valuable yeah. and it's, it's attracting all sorts of villains to, to Villa Park that I may have been scared to go, which I think, you know, the stories you brought up there should have been absolutely brilliant. Um, I wanted to kind of finish off by asking you how people can support if they want to, how can they support villains together?
1: Just reach out to us, um, message us on Twitter, um, email us, and you're more than welcome to come um, to any games with us. More than welcome to do any projects with us. Uh, Our arms are open and, you know, we're we're more than happy to um, work with you guys. Any ideas people have, please do come towards us. And it's also important to, if you've ever experienced a negative side to football, and you want to speak to us about it, please do, um, and we will we will support you on anything like that. You know, um, any sport, you know, we, we, we will we'll support you on it. If it's non-league uh, that you've been to and you've, you've, you've experienced a negative side to that, please do let us know, and we'll support you on that.
0: So, I wanted to kind of direct people to to your podcast as well. And, how has that been getting on so far? No, it's it's only a recent thing, but it's a valuable thing.
1: Yes, yeah, so the podcast idea was because of the pandemic really and uh, we were trying to think of ways of um connecting with the community connecting with other fan groups as well um because obviously we can't go to games at the moment and um so i had to i had to learn it all myself and uh, try and get it all get it all up and running, but it's going really well we have had um different fans from leeds from we had blues for all for the ladies game um and we had um we have last we had someone from the bane hammers groups uh, from the West Ham game um so it's been really good and we, we, we kind of um, talk to them about what they're what they're doing as a fans group and we just kind of like communicate with each other and see how things are going really um so it's a good way to, to connect with other fan groups definitely and I think we'll keep it going for the first forever really if we can
0: perfect well i know we've already shown you details on screen for the, the youtube um subscribers yeah. but if you could just mention where could people find you if they're interested where can people find villains together to kind of get involved just to end, yes. end on, a, on a final note
1: yeah so if you go to our website villainstogether.co.uk uh, we're all on there and then obviously we're on twitter which is our main um uh, social media platform. We have started up Instagram as well, so you can contact us through um, Instagram or Twitter, um, and we'll be more than happy to listen to anything you need to say and or anything you want to talk about.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you very much for coming on today. Nimash it's been eye-opening an experience, and I, I hope uh, thank you, our listeners, enjoy it and get involved, mate. Thank you very much. No
1: worries. I'm expecting you to go to sleep in that hoodie, mate.
0: <laughs> yeah, it fits me now, so uh, I'm really, I'm really pleased.
1: <laughs> no worries, Gaffer. No worries. That's all. But thanks for the time, guys. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening
0: to AVFC Extra, an additional dose of Aston Villa content for you, brought to you by the Claret and Blue podcast team. If you enjoyed the episode, please do get in touch with us, get involved in the comments sections, tweet us at ClaretBluePod, or leave us a review on iTunes. We really do appreciate it. We'll catch you again very soon with some more
1: content. Until then, up the villa.